everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Fuse Ignites. I am your host, Anthony Sturpey, and today we are going to continue our series that we started a couple of weeks back, Fuse Ignites Charity, uh, by talking to someone who is very involved with some of the charitable activities uh, in our district, and just a very interesting person altogether, and that is Billy Coleman. So what I'm going to do is get Billy on the phone, and we're going to talk about how Fuse Ignites Charity. Hello, Billy Coleman. Hi, Mr. Stuffy. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. So you are here as part of our Fuse Ignites Charity series, uh, a topic that we're we're going to come back through to throughout the year as we do these podcasts. Um, But people might not necessarily know you yet. So could you tell us who you are, where you work in the district, and what it is that you do? Okay, my name is Billy Coleman. I am secondary plant supervisor at Isaac E. Young Middle School, which is a a junior high school that has 186,000 square feet of space and was built back in 1929. My responsibilities um, at Isaac are to be in charge of facilities outside and inside, and we have to uh, set up for events, make sure that the place is safe, clean. I am on 24-hour, seven days a week, so to speak, when I have to come back for emergencies. So it's a lot of maintaining the building so it's a safe and healthy environment for the kids and the members. I think that you have one of those jobs that frequently gets overlooked. Like everybody thinks Fuse and they automatically think teachers, but Fuse is everyone. Fuse is all our staff members, what is typically referred to as SRPs. Could you explain what an SRP is for someone who might not understand? Yes, SRPs are school-related professionals. They are, there's about six titles, which includes general school aides, custodians, laborers, clerical, nurses, kitchen help, and the grounds and mechanics department. We are a 300 and approximately 350 members in that title of SRP. And and I think that, like I said, I think you all sometimes get overlooked, but you really are um, some of the people who are the backbone of our schools. And if it wasn't for you all, then the things that happen at our schools, like something like graduation or even an assembly or even just the day-to-day operations, they wouldn't happen. People don't realize what role the SRP plays in our district and in our public schools. And I think that's across the country. I, I, I am also on the staff of the New York State Advisory for School-Related Professionals throughout New York State. And it is a department that quite often gets under uh, underlooked. And we, we like to think of ourselves as the backbone of the education field as or as just as important as the teachers that are do the day-to-day operations of dealing with the children and, and teaching them and educating them is just is just as important also. So I think it's a balance between both SRPs and teachers working together to provide the education in the school district. I agree. I agree completely. Um, so how did you come to work at the New Rochelle Public Schools? Um, my father-in-law was working for the system at the time, and he suggested that I try to get in um, and get a job with the New Rochelle Schools. And I basically put in an application, and I was hired back in 2000 as a laborer, promoted at New Rochelle High School, promoted in 2000 
three to assistant custodian at Rochelle High School and moved on to an elementary school in 2005 as a custodian. And my last stop was 2012 as secondary plant supervisor, the title which I hold now since 2012. I wanted to put in an application because I like to work with people, I like to work with students, and to be involved with a union were the essential important things to me. If you don't know, Billy is one of the hardest working people in our district. So I think so many of the SRPs are, but you are always out there and you are always working. And those people who know Billy know that he has a great reputation for what he does. So um, uh, if someone who's listening to this podcast sends up an Isaac, they should say hi to you, Billy, and they should... See, talk to you about what you do on a daily on a daily basis because you really do work hard. Well, thank you so much for that. And absolutely, anybody that wants to bump in or stop by or get in touch with me, I'll be happy to sit down and have a nice conversation with them. So, why New Rochelle? Why do you think New Rochelle? What is it about New Rochelle that you love that makes you stay here and work here and invest in the community? Well, I was born and raised in New Rochelle and had a business in New Rochelle. I went through the Nourishell schools, I started at Stevenson School Elementary, then to Isaac, and finished up at Nourishell High School. I can't see myself anywhere else but in Nourishell. I love the town, I love the city, I love what it offers, and I just enjoyed being here. So you are someone who is very much involved with charity um, in our district. Some teachers know you and some staff members know you because you have really organized in the past. What are some of the charities you organize for FUSE members? Well, as an SRP, I wanted to give back to the community. So I first started the Nourishell FUSE Food Drive about five years ago, which helps out four different food pantries in Nourishell. And we usually do that right after the Thanksgiving time when the pantries run a little low and we like to, um, you know, reload, restock the pantries that are, that the, um, communities go to. Then I, um, then a friend of mine suggested that we get involved in a walk from Maria Farage Children's Hospital, um, go the distance, which is an annual walk which we have participated in for three years and have donated about $15,000 to that hospital. We try to walk in honor of a student or a member's relative that has unfortunately received treatment through the hospital. So, and we get shirts. It's an annual thing, as I say. You can donate to it. And even after, if you're listening to this podcast, after the fact, the donation, if you just go on to Westchester Medical Center events, you will be always be able to donate after the event. So it's a great thing that we do, and we put the uh, student's name or the uh, child's name on our back as we're walking in honor of them. And then the last, the, the, one of the last things that I've done is I was at a meeting a few years ago, last year actually, and officer brought up First Book, which is a AFT initiative to give out free books to the children in, in school communities. So I signed this up, and I got I asked members to sign forms, and we were able to receive approximately twelve to fifteen thousand free books. I drove up to Albany, rented a truck, and brought back about fifteen thousand books at a value of over a hundred thousand dollars that we gave out last year at Trinity School. 
it was a great event and um to see the kids come in and grab books and one i would like to see kids open up a book rather than look at their phones in in today's society that we live but those are the three of the things that i really cherish the most how can members stay engaged in these programs throughout the year i am always asking for volunteers who are emails my encourage members to just volunteer when there's an open or an opportunity to the benefit of it is obviously the reward the benefit is to see the smiles on the children's face when you're giving out books or when you're giving out book bags um you go into the food pantries and the adults are even overwhelmed that the the union has come through and helped out so it's if they just continue to volunteer i'm always looking they can always call me i'll always have a job for them and just like you said i think it's important for people to know even if they can't participate in an event um something like the walk even after that walk is done and i know that you've done this for a number of years now that you they can take donations months after uh for that walk and, and for that organization like you said every year you have picked a student who's in our district who we then work for walk for correct yes Yes, absolutely. So we're giving back to our own community by doing that. And I, I think that's important. If you have someone who has consistently been providing those opportunities, um, as long as I've known you, and especially as I've become more in, uh, engaged in Fuse, you're always there and you're always doing it. Um, you, and I know Mary Breslin has her sock drive that she's working on. And I think these things make a difference and really set a great example for our students. It definitely does. And you know, they, they see us doing this and wanting to help, and we reach out to the students. And it's it's a work part. It's a partnership. You know, that's what it comes down to. It comes down to us working with the community and, and the students just to make us a stronger, stronger community as working as one. So I think that's a great transition to my next question, which is, you know, we're in a time of change. So what would you like to see happen for our schools as they grow? I would like to see our schools get back to being the educational spectrum that it was a few years ago when families moved to Nourishell um, for the education, um, and the community, the diversity, which makes Norichelle what it is, is a unique place to come, live, get an education. Um, we have the school district from pre-K all the way up. There's so many, so many opportunities and programs, um, starting with so many clubs that we that there is after school, um, the PAVE that we have, the orchestra that travels down to New York City. It's it's amazing what this school district has to offer. As I said that I went through, my son was very successful going through it. Um, so I would just like to see it go back to the blue ribbon days now and 
we go back to that kind of uh, where we were with that at that time. Something uh, that I think has happened over the last couple of years is, you know, the programs that you're talking about, the charity that you're, you, you are part of, it's something that we've always been doing. It's something that's part of New Rochelle. Our programs that we have now that are amazing have been there, but some of the quote-unquote bad press and most certainly the tragedies have pulled so much focus that people are no longer recognizing how much we truly have to offer and what our students have to offer. And I think it's important that we now shift focus to these great things that we're doing because that's really who we are. That's what New Rochelle is. Exactly. Exactly. You, you summed it up um, better than I could. Um, New Rochelle, I would just say that if People hear that negative, and yes, we have gone through some tough times. Um, but you know what? Those tough times only make us stronger and realize what we need to do to what improvements may need to be made and how we are able to tighten up the belt and make this a, a safe and a great place to go to school and to work at. Yeah, I, I think that's important that we, we, we are all working very hard, teachers and SRPs, to now move forward. And I hope that the community will come with us on a, this journey because it's really easy to go back. But sometimes it is, you know, you have to make that concerted effort to say, no, it's time to move forward, and, and, and through that, the great things that you are doing, the great opportunities to give, I think they'll be even more special, and then hopefully we can, we can generate even more interest and even more participation in them, um, because uh, again, Billy, you do so much, and I can't stress that enough, um, and, and I hope people, I, I, this, this is a great way to celebrate that. So one more reason why I like this podcast, it's a great way to celebrate that. I have no doubt. I have no doubt that um, all of us partnering, partnering together um, with the school district, the teachers, the SRPs, working with the students, working with the police department, working with all, all of the people that need to be involved to make this successful. I have no doubt that Nourishal will be right back up there in the very, very short future of a school of excellence. So this is a great way to ask my last question, which is what is your three-word hope for this year? Three-word hope. Um, education, community, and peace would be the three words that I would have to say um, as I would like to focus on, like you said, moving forward, and growing, I think that the be- that the great days are ahead of us. That is a perfect way to end. Um, I I want to thank you for being part of this episode and this continuing um, idea of Fuse Ignites Charity. So thank you for being part of this show. And again, if you want to participate and even donate, um, one thing that people can donate to, um, we have the like you said, the canned food drive that will come up after Thanksgiving, and then the walk, where can they go to still donate for the walk? If they go on Westchester Medical Center backslash event, they will see Go the Distance and just click on Donate and look for Nourish Up. The team is Nourish Up Fuse. If anybody has any questions, they can always email me at bcoleman 
at NourishalFuse.com or call the office. I'll be more than willing to guide them in the right direction. Perfect. Thank you, Billy, for being Team Nourishal Fuse. And thank you all for listening. And we'll talk to you next time on our next episode of Fuse Ignites. <laughs>